Welcome to the Movie Jungle Podcast. Today's episode is stop. what? We gotta, we gotta stop. stop? What's, yeah. what's the problem? Start. What do you want? So, okay, do it again. You good? I'm good. Our sponsor is waiting right now. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, spot. we have to. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Today's episode is brought to you by Subaru. They make quality automobiles. Go buy one. Uh, meanwhile, back in the jungle. Today on the show, we've got um, a pretty important person in my life. Um, pen clicking, does that sound good, do you think? I would do away with that. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good call. Yeah. Anyways, um, the man responsible for my love of movies unquestionably my dad the former disc jockey himself mark jensen is with us today hey dad pleasure to be in your abode <laughs> and to be on this podcast Happy first podcast first podcast that you've been on or listened to could be the last <laughs> we'll see how it goes we'll see anyways like i said up top he is the reason that i actually before we get into that just a quick rundown of what we got coming up for you so you can decide right now if you want to stick with us or if you got better things to do. Most people will stick right here. Oh, for right sure. With us. If they know it's good for them. Right. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about um, just movie experiences growing up, some specific stuff we can't get into without him being here. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to get into the news. There's a small award ceremony coming up called the Oscars. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about the nominees, which at the time of recording were just released. And we're going to talk about Star Wars Episode Nine. Not a controversial film at all. Star Wars never is. And we'll see if we have time for a couple other things. But first, movies. I mean, if you look around you in the, in the studio right now, if you're on YouTube, you can see bits and pieces of it. I mean, I'm clearly a big, big old movie fan, and it's because of you. Well, I, you know, it's interesting. Um, I started as a, a young lad. Uh, remember when, well, you wouldn't know, but when malls first started, first right. popped up. Right. In the parking lot of a mall, across from the mall, yep. were movie theaters, mm -hmm. and they had more than one screen. A lot of them had four screens. Oof. They called them... Four screens in one building? How yeah, could they do it? They called them multiplexes. Wow. So this is going back into the 70s, right? Yeah. I graduated from high school in 76. In 1972, a movie came out that changed my life. For the worst. Do you think, <laughs> I, do you think I can guess what it Maybe is? Maybe you can guess. Ordinary People. That was 1980. Ugh. Actually, the, the movie I'd rather talk about is 1975. Okay. Wait, what movie were you going to talk about? Well, The Sting, but that, that didn't really change. Peter Benchley wrote the book. Okay. Which, what, The Sting? No. Oh, I'm not, I'm not able to guess this one. Jaws. Jaws. So picture this. <clears throat> this is, okay. You're 17. Yep. 135 pounds soaking wet. Sounds almost familiar to me. You live five minutes from the beach. Yep. Which beach? Clearwater Beach. Yep. 
Florida. Beautiful white sand, spectacular. Mm-hmm. The movie comes out in a downtown theater a mile from the beach. That's kind of amazing. When did you think I went back in the water after walking out of that theater? I mean, I've known you my whole life, and I don't know that I've seen you in the water. <laughs> so maybe never. Probably It was probably a while. I bet, I bet you gave it a few months. It was the scariest, most real, <laughs> frightening, earth-shattering movie if you're living near the ocean like we were. Yep. You can't believe it. When we walked out of that theater, I think I did not go to the beach for six months after that movie. Wow. So that had a huge impact on me. Yeah. That's a really cool first movie. 75. To feel like it had that kind of an impact on you. You know, here I am, not that old, but a little little bit older. Right. And I can remember that. Still a young man, but not as young. Youngish. Right. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. The next year... 1976, same town I was living in. Yep. Jaws I saw in a downtown theater. Beautiful, you know, old cinema. Spectacular, you know, red velvet seats. Yeah. That didn't recline, of course. Right, normal. Very uncomfortable. No leg room, but you don't care when you're... But you didn't know what you were missing at the time. It's just a seat. Right. Yeah. 1976 in the multiplex... Clearwater Mall. Yeah. Parking lot. Yep. Rocky. Rocky. Sylvester Stallone. Life-changing. Yeah. Life-changing. So here's... So I don't know if I even should say this on my movie podcast, (laughs) but I haven't seen Rocky, and I haven't seen Jaws. Are you being I mean, truthful? I'm being truthful. I've never, I've never shown you either of these films. No, not to my knowledge. I've seen bits and pieces of both of them. And I should say that Jaws in particular is on a very short list of films that I need and want to see that I haven't seen. And ask me again in six months and I probably will have watched it by then. But at the moment, never seen Jaws or Rocky. Both those films were breakthrough. Oh, just legendary um, movies. I can't even, yeah. And they were back-to-back years, 75, 76. So first, I'm going to ask a not important question, then a more deep question. The the lame question, what is Plex short for? (laughs) If it's a movie Plex. Yeah, a multi, well, multiplex. Or multiplex. Yeah. Multi short for multiple. Right, and Plex. Short for what? (laughs) <laughs> I I would say um, the the word plex has to do with film. In other words, a right. film being shown. Right. Um, so multiplex. Um, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I bet if you were around back then, yeah, you would have done. You would have seen four movies in one day. Yeah. In other words, you would time it and you would go to all four. Right. Why would I have done that back then if I don't do that now? Because it was such a huge thing to have a, a mall theater like that. Cause yeah. Oh, they weren't the, in every town. Oh, no. And so. they just started. And to be able to, and especially if they're good movies and you want to see them. Yeah. I never did four. I did three. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I did that. 
probably four four or five times. Do you build but, time for a meal, like a hmm. lunch or a dinner in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Food's and important. Just, and every time, was it just popcorn and soda? Or were you mixing it up back in the day? Because as long as I've known you, no. you're a classic popcorn and soda type of guy. Yeah. Uh, addiction to popcorn started at age 13, yep. probably. I inherited that. And, Thank you. And both of us have it. Yep. Um, no regrets. You know, I guess we could be addicted to worse things. Oh, think, yeah. Than popcorn. But um, <laughs> not a candy guy. No, me neither. Just, you're right. Classic. Just a, just a, and back then, you know, not a diet, obviously, just a regular. I'm Coke. almost a snob about it. Like people will say, well, let's go to this Cinnabar and they'll, that you can order dinner during the movie. And I'm, and granted, I go to the Cinnabar. I go to Cinnabar and I enjoy it and mm-hmm. I have a good time or whatever. But the first time I went, in my head, I was like, this is not a movie. This is not how you're supposed to experience a film. Mm. Popcorn and soda only. You can't eat a cheeseburger and watch a movie. Are you kidding me? And it was a little weird, but at the end of the day, like I wouldn't see like a Star Wars Episode Nine there for the first time because I still want my classic experience. But to see comedies with friends, any other, it's totally fine. But at the first, I was like, very apprehensive about it. So how picky... <coughs> are you about popcorn in a theater because obviously at home we can do whatever we want at home right we can make tremendous popcorn at home yeah at home i do an air popper and i pour real butter i melt real butter yeah i might try some vegan butters in the future see don't ever say that again (laughs) i I told you that i I never want you to say that again. (laughs) i told you that i haven't seen jaws or rocky (laughs) and the vegan butter is what gets you excited (laughs) So listen to this. But that's what I do at home. But at the theater. So you air pop that's, it, That's huh? oil at the theater for starters. You air pop it. I air pop it. Here's what you're going to do. Do you have a kettle? Like a cast iron kind of a kettle? No, I don't. <laughs> you probably do. I, to, All right. well, I that's genuinely just, don't. Let's pretend you do. <laughs> yeah. You put it on top of the stove. Okay. <clears throat> you put a little oil in the bottom of the pan. Right. You know, and it's a pan, but yay. Yep. Right. And you put three kernels in the pan. Right. Turn it to medium high. Mm-hmm. Not high, high. Medium, medium high. high. Yep. I act like I know how to do this. I've only done it a few times. My <laughs> wife, Pam, does it all the time. And it's phenomenal. She makes okay? really good popcorn. Oh, yeah. I think it's in the hands, you know, yeah. like she, her hands. Well, you those original three kernels, that gives you your, make sure the heat is right, right? Exactly. Once, once those pop. Then you're good to go. Because if you put kernels on too early, they're going to warm up with it and they won't pop. You'll just burn them. You'll, you'll burn some of them. Picture you're a popcorn kernel. <laughs> some of you are going to be great. Some of you are going to be, eh, eh. and there's a bunch that are just going to die. So, yeah, that's the key is to have the three kernels. And then she taught me this. I'm giving her full credit. But I will say this. You can buy premium popcorn from companies that grow it organically. There's a great popcorn called Fireworks Popcorn, and they come in varieties. Yep. Anyway, so... we can get them as a sponsor. I'm getting a little off track, but but you're right. You can make tremendous popcorn at home. But when you go to the theater... Yeah. What do you say to the, or do you even say anything to them, or what? What do you ask? I for? request that they layer my butter. I say verbatim. They ask it, "Do you want butter?" I say, "Yes." Do you mind layering it? 
And they're always like, yeah, of course. That sounds so... I used so... to say halfway. I used to say, can yeah, you butter... Yeah, that's all I ever can say. Can you butter it halfway? That's all I ever say. But I like to put the ball in their court. Because if they feel like doing three layers of butter, I'm not going to stop them. Because sometimes halfway on a medium popcorn leaves you some butter-free bits at the end. You may as well get what you can. So I let them, I let them decide what layer the butter means. Because I have had it asked to me... Would you like the butter layered? And I just went, yes. So Of course I would. And by you saying that just fortifies the fact that you're a professional moviegoer. Professional moviegoer. No, I mean, you know. Yeah. Out of 100 people that go to the theater, yeah. maybe two of you know that. Right. What's the... I've never said layer Well, you're before. a professional Arnold Palmer drinker. True. So, similar. True. What? What's the date to? The 14th of January? <clears throat> Today? Yeah. Today's the, well, right now in real life, it's the 13th of January. Are you sure? Positive. I don't believe you. Look at your phone. Well, I can just look at my Apple Watch, Monday the 13th. Okay. I'm wrong. <laughs> so it's definitely the <laughs> yeah. 13th. I'm kind of into dates for some reason. I know dates. I'm bad. Sort of. I'm pretty bad at it. So I don't know why I was confident anyway. about that for a moment. Yeah. But my point is, it's the 13th of January. I've been to the theater four times already this year, for yeah. example. So you have the addiction that I used to have. I don't go to the theater nearly as much as yeah. I used to. You go a tremendous amount like Currently, I did. This is kind of new for me to go this much. Okay. I used well, to go once or two. Like I, if a movie came out that I really wanted to see, I wouldn't miss it in theaters. But now I have the Regal Unlimited plan. It gives me unlimited movies per yeah, month. Yeah. And I don't have that. So point. I'm just like, I got no, I got no kids, no pets. I have a pet. You know. So yeah. I'm just, I'm doing whatever I want. I go to yeah. movies all the time. Hey. You so. know. I like going alone. I used to. It's not bad. It's not people, as often anymore. It's weird in people's minds, but when you do it, it's I enjoy it. Especially if it's a film that you think, I don't think the people that I normally go to movies are going to want to see this one with me. Like, I think I saw um, Prometheus by myself. Say that again. Prometheus. Wow. Saw yeah, that one You've alone. got it bad. That wasn't a you, you have movie. it bad. That was not the best Think movie. about that. You saw that. I mean, you know. <laughs> you saw that in theaters. <laughs> that was before you had the Regal Unlimited. Wow. Just you know, I saw a movie today on the did. way up to the studio. We're going to get into the details yeah, of that it was interesting. later I... on in the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hopefully not too much later. Well, we got to give people something you know what to listen you're doing. to. They got to drive to work. They got to get to work. They got to listen to this while they turn their brains on. Yeah. We got to get these people to lunch. This is a three hour long pod. I forgot to tell you, you're going to be in that chair for three hours. I might have to use the facilities. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it will not be three hours, no, I promise. No, probably not. Um, I'm going to steer the ship a little bit in a more specific direction. And you should. Let's talk about some memories of me as a child going with you to movies. Because a couple stand out to me. And there's a couple stories that I like to tell people are just more of a fact. I don't remember a lot of details. But the first movie, I'd have to check dates. But Aladdin, I remember seeing Aladdin in theaters as a kid, as a child, wanting to sit right up front. Mm-hmm. You probably were like, go do what you want. I'm going to sit in the back because I like my eyeballs. I would never leave you. So no? No, no, no. Okay, so then you would have sat up front oh, with me. absolutely. Okay, well, thank you for that. Cause I yeah, know I'm not going to. How old were you, you think? I don't know. Aladdin, I think five? I was seven, maybe? No, five, six. Yeah. I mean, your first movie, you were younger we than We could that. ask Alexa during the podcast. What is your first... Do you remember your first so, movie? I'm, okay. I think it was True Lies. No. 
That wasn't my first movie. Might have been. True Lies was very. Let me ask Alexa some years real quick. Um, computer, what year did Aladdin come out? The film Aladdin was released on May 24, 2019. That's the wrong one. Computer, what year did the original Aladdin movie come out? The new movie Aladdin was released on May 24, 2019. Wow. Okay, let, let's That's do this. That's just sad. I can't this, even I, ask this her This when is Aladdin going off the rails out. quick. <laughs> let's do this. Ask, so I remember, ask Computer, yeah. when did the movie Stand By Me come out? You C- ask Computer, her. when did Stand By Me come out? And when were you born? I was born December 9th. Of? 1986. And when did that come out? Did that say December? You took me to a movie my first month on the planet? Yes. So here was my philosophy. (laughs) My philosophy on this, and you have an older sister, correct? Yes, I do. And she's what, two and a half years older, if? Yep. Something like that? Yep, something like that. So we took her... Mm, she might have been two months old. Yep. Uh, your mom and I talked it over, and we said the only way this is going to work is if they get used to being in a theater. Yeah. Right. So a lot of parents they'll wait because they don't want to miss the movie and they have to get right. up. And... You don't want to be the person with the crying child right. in the theater. So we integrated you. <laughs> wow. And this your could... first movie was Stand by Me. My love of movies goes much deeper tr- than I thought. Yeah, it was, it was a great movie. Too. I was conditioned in the way you might condition. I don't know, like a Nazi child growing up in Nazi Germany. Pretty much. To hate people. We, yeah. From a very young age, I was conditioned to be in a theater. You were imprinted. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I was. And, and you know what's interesting is I probably took you to some movies that I might not have should have. That I probably well, shouldn't have taken you to. True Lies, I believe. Yeah. I was eight years there, old. Yeah, that. there might have been a couple yeah. other ones. <laughs> Just being honest here. But I feel like but I don't know what's happening at that age. You really you, I don't feel you like really kind of did, but way. not too much. Yeah. Not, not enough. But I saw blue chips whenever yeah. that came out. I was far too young to see yeah. see those boobs. Wow. Um, yeah. But you're good movie though. I think really good movie. I don't know what it is. What do you think it is about going to a movie? I mean, the whole thing. I don't know. See, you I know. try to explain. To, so I when I talk about the experience, when I meet new people and they learn that I love movies, I tell them I am. I get just as excited to go to a theater now as I did when I was a child. Me too. When I was six, eight, whatever, you know, kids just they just get so it's just the most special thing. It has not gotten any worse for me over the last twenty seven years of my life. Do you have a lot of coworkers and or friends that you'll tell them that you went to a certain movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll say something like this. Oh, I can't even remember the last time I went to a movie. Not a lot, but definitely a few. You, yeah, right? I definitely know people like that. And that, it blows my mind. Well, and possibly getting into this later on, but talking about all the different ways you can see movies now. Yeah. Whereas back, you know, of course, when I was young, you either saw a movie in a theater mm-hmm. or you didn't see a movie. Because yeah. by the time it got on television, it was well over a year past the release date. Yeah, and things like that. But now they're releasing months, movies. Well, three now, months they're now. they're releasing them as the same time they're putting them in a theater. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's 
So my earliest memories for me are Aladdin, True Lies, Blue Chips. I don't remember the order of those when they yeah. released, but those are some early ones. Um, good memories. I remember walking out of Blue Chips, and you, we were there, me, you, and a friend of yours. Do you remember who you brought with us? I don't I remember don't. the guy's name. No. But you asked me, you were like, what do you think of the movie? You know, and you're asking an eight-ish-year-old what he thought of the right. R-rated basketball movie he just watched. Right. And I, I liked it because I saw Shaq and it yeah. was basketball and yeah. I, I was happy. And you asked me to explain the plot, which must have been hilarious for you at the time because my answer was just, I think I said something along the lines of, you can only pay college athletes so much, <laughs> which is so far off. It was something to do with recruiting and I just didn't get it at all. But I've seen it since and it's really good. But do you have a you? I mean, you already got ahead of us. I was going to ask you the specific childhood movie moment, but you started off with Jaws, which is. Do you have a memory before then that you can think of, or is Jaws kind of the no, no, the no big the big movie memory um, for you? James Bond, Doctor mm-hmm. No. I was five years old. My dad took took me to that. Um, that was nineteen sixty three. So I would have to say James Bond movies were the first movies that really grabbed my attention. And also Westerns, too. Because uh, Westerns were popular on television. There were tons of series that were Westerns. Yeah. And so John Wayne did a bunch of movies, Western yeah. movies. So, you know, and going to a movie for us was a huge treat. It wasn't, you know, you didn't just roll into a theater all the time. It was like maybe once every two months. Yeah. You know, and it was a yeah. major thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I can remember James Bond. I latched on to James Bond stuff. There's something special great. about a Bond film. Cause, which is weird. Cause on paper, just another spy movie. And especially nowadays, different back then, mm-hmm. but nowadays, you know, there's four movies, five, maybe six movies that come out a year that you could swap out the title character for James Bond and it would become a fairly good fitting James Bond film. But when it's actually a 007 movie, it's just different. Well, it's different too. It's a different the- quality to it. There's a different editing. There's always a really cool intro song that's got its own little right. mystique, and like, it's always who's the villain gonna be because there's a little camp left in it. So they use kind of cheesy villain names still, and there's always just the cheesy Bond girl aspect of it still, and like, so there's a little of a bygone movie era in movie making that still lives in the James Bond franchise, as much as they modernize it when they do. It's still there. Well, it travels with the character. It's such a great series of movies, and every movie has Q and the gadgets that they come up with, which are amazing. And that's the best part. The other series of like the Bourne movies and things like that, Mm -hmm. they don't have that element to it. But yeah, it's just a you know, I mean, how long? Sixty three to now, so they're releasing a new Bond film in May. So we're gonna see it together. Exactly. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Um, wow. All right, so we're gonna move on to the news. And right now, in the movie, in the movie world, the only news that matters is the 2020 Oscar nominees that were released today. Were released today. Very early today, actually. So that's a good clue. If if you're uh, listening to this in the future and you know when that day was, then you well, we already actually said what the day is. All right, so we're gonna get into these a little bit. Okay. I have seen some of these, and I haven't seen some of these. Yeah, and I might have seen some that you haven't seen. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna skim through some of the 
some of the less exciting awards here and see if there's anything of note that we even want to talk about. Um, film editing. Do you want to talk about that one? I don't, know. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> you want best uh, documentary short subject. I what? think we can put in a good 20 minutes on that. Yeah. Just that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's scroll up. I'm going to scroll up to cinema. <laughs> We're going to start from cinematography and work our way up. Okay. So Go ahead. Best cinematography. What's nominated? What movies? The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Joker. Yep. The Lighthouse. 1917. Mm. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. So those are cinematography nominees. So I haven't seen 1917 yet. Have you? Not yet. I'm definitely going to, though. But I'm hearing it's pretty spectacular the way they shot that. I hear it's very visceral, like feels like you're there well no editing supposedly they shot it with one shot it's incredible yeah and so to me that would win that should i mean but you should score pretty good yeah yeah Yeah. um okay we're gonna we're gonna go into original screenplay i always think that's an interesting category because so many things are adapted now and this is original screen screenplay you have ryan johnson's knives out Marriage Story, which I know nothing about at all. Saw it a week ago. Scarlett Johansson's in it, right? Johansson? Did you say Johansson? Isn't it Johansson? It's Johansson. Have you met her? I haven't. Um, But I think it's... but TBD on that. Hey. 1917 mm -hmm. from Sam Mendes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. So I've seen uh, A Marriage Story. Okay. Very, very good film. And what was the category? This is original screen. Yeah, so you know what a great opportunity to talk about your your uh, divorce. It's about divorce, which is a very tough thing. And, it and, is. And, and but I will say that it was handled with grace uh, and careful. It was great because it involved a child and the the way they portrayed this the whole thing with this child yep. and how much they cared for their son. I thought it was great. So, it sounds just so boring. It's not. It's, not, it's it's far from boring. The acting Adam Driver, he's great. He's who was really in Star actor. Wars today that I saw? Yeah. I finally got out to see Star Wars. Yeah, he he saw he, Star Wars episode yeah, nine. He talk about a versatile actor. He's great. To be able to do those he's two. Really good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, tremendous movie actually. Really good. Uh, t- you know, not it's not gonna you're not gonna be super happy when you leave the theater or whatever. But, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to take a different approach because I think working backwards is a bad idea because we want to talk about the Best Picture nominees. Let's just do that. Let's just do what we want to do. There's nine of them. There's nine of them, which I do like that they switched to not just picking five. I do. Just however many happen to be. I do because... Do you think it leaves room for some just like... Do you think there's nominees every year now, though, that are just like, oh, we don't want to get in trouble for not nominating this? How many films do you think are released every year? Ballpark. 45. Just kidding. <laughs> 430-ish. Ooh. Over 400 a year. That's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies. Lot so of movies. to narrow it down to just five, I think, is tough. Yeah. I so like it better, too. I do, too. I like it better. Yeah. So so this year, we have nine, like you said, and I saw one, two, looking at the list. I only saw two of these so far. but I've I seen will, five. So I will far. see 1917, so I for sure will see three. All right. I'm going to go down the list. Ford versus Ferrari. Loved it. Phenomenal movie. Great movie. Uh, the Irishman. 
Loved it. Extremely didn't, long. Didn't see it. I was I was warned how long and it was, and I heard that it was just okay. I heard three it was hours just okay. and twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, Martin Scorsese, and then everyone else is a director, but he's the director of all directors. Right. Pacino, De Niro, right. Joe Pesci. Unbelievable. But do you think it's a case of being distracted by the people that made it? Martin Scorsese could direct a Starburst commercial and it and would it, get nominated. And it'd be for a best good picture. commercial. It'd be a good commercial, but I just feel like that there's a little extra just that his name comes with, <clears throat> which I don't think is fair, but also he earned it. So it's fair from that perspective. I think that they probably like when you cause when you sit down and you watch a movie and someone's like, Martin Scorsese directed this and it stars Robert De Niro. And Al Pacino is Al Pacino in it? In He's Irishman? very much so in yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, how do you, how do you not have awards in mind when you sit down getting ready to watch that movie? And so you're already just kind of like, you're looking for the good the whole time. Why should this win an award instead of just letting the movie be what it is? And I'm not saying it's not deserving. I haven't seen it. But do you think that names like that can influence the nominations? when maybe the film isn't quite as good as the names attached to it. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it could, but I, and I also think that the folks that are nominating these films are of the age group. Yeah. That goes along with Al Pacino and De Niro and, and Scorsese as they well. They skew a little experienced. You yeah. know, yeah. so things are changing, but I will say that, um, when they started out, they probably didn't think they were going to make a three-hour and 20-minute movie. No. Because it turned out to be that. Now, the end credits were 12 minutes. So it's three hours and seven minutes of right. screen time. Yep. That's such that's Which so long is a still. long time because the movie is all dialogue and some action, some stuff, but mostly dialogue. Yeah, and you know it's interesting how that was released in two cities in the theaters, and then Netflix the same day. So the majority of folks that have seen this movie Just have seen it on Netflix, on televisions at home, in their house. Yep. And you know, there's distractions, right? When you're in your home, you know, depending, depending on the. You go to a theater, you're you know, zoned in. If you're a movie guy yeah. or person, right? If you know, if you. If you love movies, like I sit down to watch a movie and make sure the lighting is correct, and I'll pause the movie if Betty gets her phone out, and sometimes that's annoying of me to do, but I don't want her to miss anything, and I don't want to miss anything or be distracted, so I think it's whatever you set up for yourself. But We saw it around Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. with Pam's brother, Stan, Oh yeah, and simultaneously, those two fell asleep, (laughs) and it was right after my knee surgery, so I was... Um, laying flat on the couch in a comfortable position. Yeah, I have to say I fell asleep a little, far less than they did. Um, it was tough. I, I've talked to <laughs> I've talked to some folks that said they had to watch it over two nights. I just think they that couldn't do it in one sitting. That alone is a sign that maybe you shouldn't be nominated for best picture. People can't sit through. We sit. I happily sat through three hours of the different Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep during those. And you know what it's about, right? Or the movie, The Irishman. Yeah, Just Jimmy Hoffa, mob stuff. Yeah. Well, Jimmy Hoffa, he was the head of the right. union, the Teamsters Union, and yeah, and yeah a lot of mobs, a lot of. Which yeah, is a was... really cool subject. Oh yeah, but I just think it's I don't know I haven't seen it so I'm not gonna get into it too much. Right. What I think of it, but will the... you see it? Um, you might not. Yeah, 
You Probably will. someday. Good. Yeah, because yeah. I'll go through phases where I kind of want that. I want you to see it. Like when I'm in the mood for it, but it won't. I don't know when that'll be, but you're of age now, so I want you to see. I'm, it. I'm, I'm old enough to see. I this, think so. Unlike True Lies. Yeah. Um, so next movie on the list, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, best movie I saw all year. Wow! Wow! Best movie I saw all year. Wow! It's incredible. And and that coming wow. from me is a lot. You can tell from his reaction. But I saw Avengers Endgame this year, and that was incredible. Hmm. It was an incredible movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. But Jojo Rabbit was just... So I didn't have that kind of reaction. I definitely enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was very different. Yeah. Well, was it your first Taika Waititi film? Pardon me? Taika Waititi is the director of it. It must have been, yeah. 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 <laughs> so he directed <laughs> another movie called Hunt for the Wilder People. Didn't see that. Incredible. Wow. He, he's, he's got an incredible ability to work humor and heart and weave them together. Beautiful. In just an uncanny way. And he, um, yeah, he nailed it. And him as Hitler was hilarious. And the, 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 the topic of the movie and the, yeah, I just loved it. Yeah. It's based on a book or something, I think. Great movie. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, anyways, uh, next up we have Joker. That one I did not see. Nor have I yet. So when I saw, I'm planning on seeing it. Yeah, I'll see it when it's free on HBO or something. Hmm. But um, when I saw, I'm a big comic book, popcorn movie type person. Blockbusters mm. always, I eat that crap up. But um, when I saw that they were making a Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, I thought I like Joaquin Phoenix. He's a great actor. He's very watchable to my to me. And then the more I learned about it, the more I was like, this is not a Joker movie. And by the time it came out, it has barely any ties to the comic books. And it's just the least comic booky, least campy, technically comic book movie that's ever come out. And I just think that the, that's pointless. Comic books are comic books for a reason. The same You could have made the same movie and not had it be the Joker. And it would have been... I have a fine. feeling, and it's just a feeling because I haven't seen it either. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling that after you do see it, yeah. your take on it might be different than your Probably. take right now. Probably. Now, I did hear that it's extremely dark. Yeah. And you tend to like movies that aren't as dark. Yeah. Right? I don't like so. psychological issues in movies. And yeah. Like, that's what I heard, that it has a lot of that know. in it. Yeah. But he's sweeping the awards. Yeah season winning best actor i know he they did. say he's a shoe in to win best really actor. Yeah. yeah see and this so something i'll I'll mention this in a minute did you <clears> see <throat> little women that's the next movie on our list i want to see it i heard it's great yeah, yeah i actually heard it was good today too haven't seen it yeah you know I'll, I'll, i might watch it someday we'll see i don't know here's a movie i probably won't watch that you already talked about marriage story yeah i enjoyed it a lot yeah um i does think it have, does it have a shot to win uh, win Best Picture. Yep, in your opinion? It does. Yeah. Not a huge shot, but uh, it it does have a shot. Okay. Yeah. Um, 1917. Yeah, again, we have not seen that. Nope. Heard it's great. Looks pretty cool. World War <laughs> I, World I War One. I heard the two actors are great in it. There's that, a very good but, chance I'll see that this week. Nice. Yeah, I'll probably check that one out soon. Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Loved it. Missed it. 
Wow. It scooted by me. I actually Quentin wanted, Tarantino. I wanted to see it. I love Quentin Tarantino. I'm not His gonna, ninth film. I'm not going to lie and say I love Quentin Tarantino. Like I'm some big giant Quentin Tarantino fan, but I like him. I like most of his movies. And I wanted to see this one, and I just let it slip by. Brad Pitt. Yep. You know, everyone talks about Leonardo DiCaprio, you know? And, you know, for good reason. He's a great actor. Oh, he's great. Brad Pitt, I think, is best performance. Really? He's tremendous in it. He's a great actor. Yeah. I love Brad Pitt. He gets a he's little bit... He's extremely likable. It's almost. I think in his career, his looks hurt his reputation a little bit. People assumed for a while that... He's only in everything because he's a mm-hmm. handsome man. But find me a bad Brad Pitt performance. He's great. It's tough. Yeah, this 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 character was was uh you know, he plays a stunt man. Uh basically he plays Leonardo DiCaprio's stunt double. Right. So, you know, right. and and they're acting friends and stuff and and it was shot in the 60s and cars in the 60s were They did a wonderful. good job of making it look like the oh. 60s. The Camaros awesome. and the Ooh. Impalas and the uh, sidebar. Pontiac GTOs. And sidebar just... real quick. Mm. How do you feel about a 68 Camaro? Mm. First car? Yeah. Orange. I don't know how many times yeah. I heard I'm very how emotional special this, this car was to him, but he had a, an orange 68 Camaro with a black vinyl top. Houndstooth seats. Houndstooth seats. Yeah. Which which was it like a Z twenty eight like what edition was no, it? No, it was just a three twenty seven V eight, just a straight, not souped up, just a just actual. Yeah, I got it in nineteen seventy four, so it was six years old when I right. got it. That's Unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so next, I miss uh, it. I miss it very much. <laughs> well, we'll see if this podcast does well, well. We can use that money and get you a new one. I heard new ones, new sixty eights. Yep. Are forty thousand dollars ish? Can you oh, imagine? We'll make that on this episode alone. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then that's okay because that car cost me eleven hundred dollars. That's now I was working at Winn Dixie, right, in Largo, Florida, and I made a dollar sixty dollar sixty five an hour. A dollar sixty five an hour, and I saved eight hundred of the eleven hundred. And my dad kicked in three hundred bucks, so I. So could get the car. if we look at this again, was a dollar sixty five minimum wage at the time? It was. And that that, let's say mm. you multiply that by ten. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of places in the country right now where the minimum wage is around eleven, twelve dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. That six year old car was still only about ten times, or you know, a factor of one thousand. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about buying a six-year-old car now for about $12,000. Which you couldn't do. Which you couldn't do. Well, maybe you could. But, so even yeah. with inflation and stuff, like that, yeah. you still got, you were lucky to, to oh. be working in that time period to buy yeah. that car. But it was wonderful. you did work your butt off to earn that money. And yeah. 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 So quick story. Can I just, real yeah. quick. Yeah. So it's my, a long form conversation. We my, have time for My first job was in a grocery store, Winn-Dixie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so just picture this grocery <laughs> store. You walk in. Yep. There's 22 aisles. Okay. 22. Yep. Whatever. My <laughs> first day on the job, the manager says, well, you're going to work with Bobby, and he's going to explain to you what we do, especially how to close up the store at night. Is he a good guy? So, well, he seemed okay. Yeah. First night. So this Bobby, I don't know him from Adam, never met him. He says, okay, you start in aisle 22. I start in aisle one. 
we each have a mop bucket and a mop and we mop the aisles. Yep. And I'll meet you, you know. You'd hope near the middle. Aisle 11. Sure. Which would be great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm mopping. The mop is heavy. I'm skinny, You're not small, very strong. So I'm going and going and going. I get to aisle 12 and I'm thinking, oh, this is great. I'm going to see him in aisle 11. We're done, right? Get to aisle 11. No Bobby. No big tell. deal. Maybe I'm a faster mopper than that's, Bobby. That, <laughs> not my fault. I'm no, better that, at mopping than this well, experienced mopper. Exactly. And that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so I get, I get to aisle 10. Yep. He's still not there. Now, don't forget, I started on 22. This might be my thing. I'm really good at mopping. Right. Nine, bone dry. World-class Eight, mopper. bone dry. Suspicion settling in. I'm going to end this story. I get to aisle four, right? Yep. Four, and I saw that it had been mopped. Yep. He's gone. Can't <laughs> find him anywhere. Call the manager. Manager says, what do you mean he's gone? I said, he's gone. I, I've yeah. looked everywhere. He's not in the store. Okay. Anyway, he decided to um, meet his girlfriend at a convenience store a block away, whatever. Yep. Lost track of time. I don't know. He never came back. Bobby knew what time it was. Bobby knew what time. He got fired. I got promoted the next day <laughs> for hanging in there and mopping 18 aisles. There you go. Quick story. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I told that, but it's a great story. <laughs> um, I have a more relatable grocery store question mm. for you. Mm-hmm. Do you ever work with anyone significant at a grocery store? Yeah. You did? Yeah. 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 Who was it? Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. And you do you still think she'd remember you? Yeah. He's always insisted that if <laughs> No, if, she would. If we ran yeah. into Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. We had a, you know, we were friends. She stuff. wouldn't just see you and be like, oh, hey, Mark. But if you were like, hey, I'm Mark. We worked at this place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was that's, great. That's reasonable. She was a checker. Yep. I was in produce. Wait, was it at the Winn-Dixie? No, no, no. It was at a Vons grocery store in La Mirada, California. There you go. Yeah. All right. So, so we keep this train going. One more movie. One more movie. Parasite. Yep. I, uh. Fully subtitled Korean Produced yep. film, haven't seen it, heard it's great. Heard it's wonderful. Yeah. Heard it's a really unique, crazy yeah. film that kind of throws you for a loop. You think it's doing one thing, it's doing another. I heard it's really funny and it's really terrifying and it's just... Terrifying? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I heard it's crazy. Do you uh, enjoy subtitled movies? And if so, why? I've come around on them. I used to be pretty anti-subtitles. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Um, but if it's something good, yeah, I can... I can do a subtitle. There movie. you go. Yeah, given the choice, obviously, I'd rather be able to speak the same language as the Is there a trick to it? To what? Well, making one? You no, want no. Me trying to make one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Watching them. Direct one. Watching a sub. Because I get I a little know. distracted with the the words. The words, <laughs> and then I miss. I think I'm. I don't, I don't know. know. Just reading fast, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think the trick is just sticking with it. Yeah. Because if in the first 10 minutes, if you're annoyed by it, that. You're not gonna, yeah. You know, you just got to stick with it. And, and by I think, the end of like the movie, you said, you figured it out. Practice makes, yeah. yeah if you keep doing, yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm a better reader than you, so that's not the issue. Probably not. I'm probably not a better mopper either. Um, probably not. So, best picture, who's winning? Before we move on to the next category, 
Who's winning? Who you got? Well, I'm just going to throw it out there, and I'm going to say Quentin Tarantino is going to win it. I think you're probably right. Once upon a time I think time we have another... I, I, again, I hear it's a good movie, but I think that the name is carrying that movie just a little bit. It's doing a little bit of the lifting for the movie. I and think, you still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I think Jojo can't Rabbit wait for you to should see it. win. It's the best movie I saw. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see it, because I think I'll you'll really it. like I'm it. I'm really excited to watch yeah. it. All right, so we're going to go into lead actor. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to read all of them. Yeah. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was he the lead in that, in your opinion? Mm. Yeah. Or was it... Well, Brad Pitt was... It was close. It was close. One of those. Uh, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. You watched The Two Popes? Haven't yet. Uh, I do want to see it. Anthony Hopkins is the other Pope. Okay. Heard it's great. Um, I'm just hearing that Joaquin's going to win, but I thought Adam Driver was great in it. DiCaprio was great. Did you see uh, Antonio Um, Banderas? Didn't see that. Pain and Glory. No. That was one of the 430 films released. Okay. You know, a lot of movies. You know what's annoying to me is that Joaquin Phoenix is going to win and Joker might win Best Picture. You and think? it's going to get all this credit for being the first comic book movie with the best leading actor role and the first comic book movie to win Best Picture and all this crap. It's not a comic book movie. Doesn't no, count. it's not. It doesn't no. count. All right. Leading actress. Yeah. Uh, I have seen one of these films. Uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. Scarlett Johansson or Johansson, depending on, uh, for Marriage Story. Cersei Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger for Judy. What do you think? Well, the Golden Globes went to Renee Zellweger. Right. It's a decent indicator. She has been kind of off the charts for a while, off the radar. Yep. Um, Haven't seen the film. We'll see it. Yeah, I think she won the Critics' Choice as well. Bombshell... Um, you didn't like Sherry Lee Theron's I, performance. I, I did. I didn't because of the voice. Uh, she tried yeah. to copy. See, I'm not familiar enough yeah, with Megan Megan Kelly. Kelly's voice is deep. So I don't know. You said she did it a little over the top. I think so. I don't know Megan Kelly enough right. to know if that if I think that's true. But um, putting the voice aside, the rest of it, I thought she did a good job. She's a very talented actress. She's she's phenomenal. I yeah. love Sherry yeah. Theron, and she she picks a good broad. Um, selection of movies too. She yeah. she's not just in Oscar bait movies or just in the you know, action movies. She does all of it. Well, it's she does like, comedy. Well, she's great. It's like us in podcasts. We're not going to do the same podcasts every time. We're going to select. I, I probably will. It's my yeah. I kind of have to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got to build an audience, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No, you're right. She's very versatile. Yeah. And I think she chooses roles. Um, when she sees something that's very interesting that she's never done before. Yes. You know, she wants to do a bunch of yeah, stuff. she's yeah. great. So, um, so we're going to go a little quicker on these. Supporting actor, Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Should I just stop there? I love that film. Oh, great movie. We saw that together. And I loved him in it. Amazing. And I love Tom Hanks. Yep. So I agree with all those I things mean, you said. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino, <clears throat> and Joe Pesci for The Irishman. And Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's going to be Brad Pitt, isn't it? Well, he won the Golden Globe. There you go. And a lot of times that it's a ends good up indicator. being the Oscar. Uh, I sure like Pacino. 
He was very good. You think so? I thought De Niro was very good, and he didn't I, get nominated. I heard the was the de aging any good? I heard it wasn't very convincing. Wasn't the best. Wasn't the best. No, that's not their fault. No. Um, supporting actress Kathy mm. Bates, Richard Jewell. Mm-hmm. How many times has she been nominated? Is she nominated like every other time she? She's makes been a movie? nominated a lot, and she's, she's a great, great actress, actress, and it was a great movie. I, I want to see that great one. movie. I'll see Richard Jewell at some point. I'm disappointed that wasn't nominated for Best Picture. It was excellent. Uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story. She was great. Her career confuses me. Scarlett Johansson <clears throat> for Jojo Rabbit. Great. Uh, great. I, great job pulling off that accent. That's not easy to do because German accents can sound really cheesy and campy and mm-hmm. like you're a cartoon character. But she did it and her acting was so strong that it carried her performance and it didn't she did a good job florence how do you say this florence pug pew it would be pew pew i would go with pew yeah for little women yeah and margot robbie also for bombshell did a great job she did but the role wasn't huge there wasn't a lot of lines in there i mean yeah yeah. i love that movie that was a really really she's a hot actress right now she is people like her yeah she's great and she's also very versatile like she'll give you harley quinn and then she'll give you bombshell isn't she australian she, yeah, yeah she is yeah and she's really funny in the uh, she has a short scene in um what's the movie about the housing crisis in 2008 i'm having a brain fart i can't mm-hmm. think of it great movie she's got a short clip where she's just sitting in the bubble bath yeah, and yeah. It explains it to you and it's yeah. really funny um anyways margot robbie's great i'd be happy if she won um i saw bombshell i saw jojo rabbit i didn't see the rest of these Scarlet, that'd be cool. Who do you mm-hmm. think is going to win this one? Who won the Golden Globe? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. So her her career confuses me because my first exposure to Laura Dern was Jurassic Park. Right, right. And I didn't think she did a good job in that movie. Yeah. Like the part where she's scared and dragging her leg. and yeah. I just thought it was weird. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a unique opinion. Have you seen the HBO series called uh, Little Big Lies? No. Or is it Big Little Lies? I've seen neither series. I think it's it's Big Little Lies. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen it. Nicole Kidman's in that. She's in that. Laura Dern is in that, and she's phenomenal. It's crazy. I mean, not yeah. She's a great actress. Yeah, I mean that's just like so she she plays a tough attorney, divorce attorney in this movie. Yeah, and she pulled it off. She did a great job, but we'll see. Two more categories, then we're gonna switch it up. Uh, Director. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, mm-hmm. Todd Phillips for Joker, mm-hmm. Sam Mendes for 1917, yep. Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Parasite. So Mendes won the Golden Globe. Okay. For how do you not give it to him with the way he shot that movie? Well, I wish I. We definitely need to see it. Yeah. I, Quentin Tarantino, I think he's polarizing. It seems vague to me to you determine. Know. Who directed the best? Yeah. I guess it's who made the... Like, to me, that means... That's like a Coach of the Year award to me. Yeah. It's like, which, in my mind, should be who did who did the most with what they had. And if you had a great roster and you won a Super Bowl, well, you can't do much more than that. Yeah. But if you had a mediocre roster and you made it to the Super Bowl, that seems even better. Yeah. But, I don't know. We'll see. That's, that's a tough one. I and, could picture you being a director. You could. Yeah. Why is that? Because I think you would get a lot out of people. Is it because I successfully ran the Solaris uh, cell phone accessory kiosk in Capitol Mall for a bit? No. That's not it? No. Okay. 
I think you're... Um, it's what I thought it was. That's I think I you're perceptive with people, and I think you would get the most out of folks because to be a great director, right? Yeah. The actors want to perform for that person. Right. And I think you would get into it. I think you would work tire, tire, tirelessly. <laughs> tirelessly. I'm tired saying yep. that word. Yep. I think you'd be a great director. Thanks. Why don't you think about that? I mean, I'd have to learn quite a lot about movies to pursue. You know, one day at a time. Something like that. You sure watch a, a lot of movies. I do watch a lot of movies. So I think you've got... My movies good... would be fun. Yeah. The fun side of life. Like, yeah. I struggle with movies where none of it's fun. Right. Because well, life is full of ups and a downs. A marriage story, none of it's fun. And when a movie is just down, 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 down. Yeah. Like, that doesn't seem... Yeah. Like, even if you're going through the hardest time in your life, some goofball at work is going to make a funny joke at some point mm-hmm. leave that out of the movie why yeah i think making a good fun comedy is probably really hard too it is because it's how hard do you feel to about comedies good... being pretty much ignored by the by the oscars almost always it's like they don't exist but also if you think about it it's probably harder to make a great comedy yeah because to make people laugh you know is not easy. No, and, and everyone has a different you know, sense of yeah. what's funny. <clears throat> and when you make a great comedy, the ones that everybody laughs at, that's, I mean, that's sounds incredibly hard to do. Whereas you would be hard pressed to find people that would tell you that, um, you know, so-and-so's performance in Lincoln, what's his name? The guy that played Lincoln. A, a Lincoln? Like the best actor in the world. What's his name? In the Lincoln movie. What's his name? Who played him? He's the best method actor. I wish Pam was here right now. She would know. You don't know his name. Uh, Come on. Matthew McConaughey. No. (laughs) I don't know. Matthew McConaughey. I'd watch that. I'd watch Matthew McConaughey. Oh, no, 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 no. I know who you're talking about. Um, He was in my left foot. (laughs) That's ridiculous. What's that movie and who are you talking about? Ask your computer. Computer. Who, pl- who played Lincoln in the movie Lincoln? Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. And he, and Don't fr- say thank you like you no, got it right. No, his first movie was My Left Foot, and he won an Oscar for it. Great. Um, but no one would argue that he did a good he retired, job in Lincoln. Right? Yeah, right. That's not an opinion. Not every, Everyone doesn't have a different idea of whether or not he... Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, anyways, comedy needs some... Some love at the Oscars is what I'm saying. Uh, last category that we're gonna do: animated feature. Toy Story Four. Big category. This is probably the last award they'll give out of the evening. Toy Story. It'll be four. Toy Story Four. The other ones are Missing Link, Klaus, I Lost My Body, and How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. I saw that, by the way. How to Train Your Dragon: mm-hmm. The Hidden World. Good movie. With my granddaughter. Yep, I saw that as well. And I saw Toy Story 4 with this same lady in question. And I haven't seen that. I took Macy to see that, and it was the first time I've ever seen a movie, just the two of us. I got the ticket stub sitting right there on my desk because it's a cool memory. What is it about going to a movie with a seven-year-old, or in this case, she might have been six, but is that not the greatest thing ever? It's incredible. Right? Why is that? Well, they're not negative, for starters. 
I think that's they're not critical. How about that? They're not critical of the movie. How about that? You go to a movie to have fun and be entertained. Yeah. Until you get old. Yeah. And then you go to a movie to remind yourself that other people have problems too. <laughs> and it just turns on. But you to be at able some to point. be by yourself with your, you know, family member who's young like that. Yeah. It's is, it is special. It's a privilege. Yep. It's special. Yeah. It was really fun save for the small child that was running around behind us and yeah. this theater had tiered seating and it was like each row is like on a wooden box essentially mm-hmm. and this kid was running up and down stomping their heels yeah all kinds of noise to the point where macy was annoyed yeah she kept looking at me like Ugh. <laughs> i was like i know i don't yeah it's bad parenting i don't, I don't know what you want me to do Mace. yeah um anyway so that's the oscars you gonna have an oscar party this year Maybe. You have a special viewing of it? Maybe. Would I be invited to that? Yes. Okay. And a lot of times I'm out of town for whatever reason during yeah. the Oscars. Yeah, that, that does happen. Won't be that this year, hopefully. Yep. All right, we're going to get into one more news topic. Okay. It's not super newsy, but a little newsy. I want to talk about the movies coming out this year in February and what we're excited for. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the first movie of February that's on this list I'm looking at on IMDb is Birds of Prey. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Strongly. Um, who's in that? Uh, do you, you don't know what it is? Just tell I'll me who's in it, and then it'll kick in. <laughs> Margot Robbie. It's the Harley yeah, Quinn yeah. movie. So I've seen the trailer two or three times. It looks very manic mm-hmm. and very... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't Speaking know. of Manic, did you see Uncut Gems? Yes. It's the most stressful movie ever made. One of the most difficult movies I've ever seen to watch. This it is, was crazy. So this is I'm gonna take this opportunity did we to see that touch together? on something that I'm gonna start. Um I think movies need to be rated in two separate ways. I wanna know how good you think a movie is, and I wanna know how much you like it. Because those are not the same thing. For example, right. I think that that movie is probably a four out of five stars how good it was, but only a three out of five for how much I liked it. I acknowledged what was great about it, but I didn't enjoy all of it. So maybe we would do this. Maybe we would say quality and yep. then what you would score it. Yep. Likeability. Yep. And how many you would score it. So what would you say the quality I like those and likability of that movie was? Yeah. For so you? quality, I'd say five out of five. Five out of five. Likeability. 2.5 out of 5. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Adam, did, Adam Sandler, Sandler had fake teeth in. He did a great performance. That were though. driving me crazy. That was I couldn't you? They were really over the top. I they were bothering me. And then his just oh. Yeah. I I'll tell you what. He wasn't nominated obviously, right? No, he wasn't. Which is a little amazing. Weird. He was nominated for <laughs> was he nominated at the Globes or no? I know he got. I a, think he was. He yes. got a Critics' Choice. He was too. But he was nothing at the in Oscars. every scene. I mean, it's he was. amazing. He was. He deserves to be. Nominated. What a great performance. What a snub. I'm pissed. Is that a snub? Uh, I'd say it's a snub. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a snub. Yeah. So Birds of Prey, Margot Robbie. Uh, I'm super excited about. It. I love Harley Quinn. I love her portrayal. Her portrayal of Harley Quinn. I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's in this movie. I'm not familiar um, with what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm very excited for this one. But that's good. That's good. Um, let's see. We got some others that I don't... The Lodge and and Then We Danced. Any thoughts on those? Don't, don't know. Moving. No. Sonic the Hedgehog. 
not really, but a lot of people that play the video game are going to want to see it. Um, that one looks crazy. Yeah. They fixed. Do you know what happened with that movie? No. They released a trailer last year, um, earlier in the year, like February or something. Yeah. And it's a CGI Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> You're looking at your watch. No, like, it's fine. We, we've been I we're having a great time. Well, a couple three hours flies bro. by, right? Woo! One hour down, two to go. So wow, we were looking. We were so Sonic the Hedgehog trailer comes out, and it's a CGI version of this video game character from Sega, and people were appalled. Everyone was like, "No, this is not what this guy should look like." So the studio heard the backlash and actually went back and changed the design of the character completely completely changed the design of the character and changed some things other things about the film because of backlash on a trailer that how do you feel about that it doesn't happen i mean I that's, gonna that's say. kind of unheard of well, i'm kind of ha- i think for this movie i'm happy about it that's a good call that's yeah. what you need to do yeah because otherwise you're just you're you're <clears throat> cats everyone's just laughing at you yeah you know um how about fantasy island the photograph downhill or, all right, none of these are. Yeah, I, I... How about The Call of the Wild? Yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A CGI dog. Yeah, that looks good. I wish good. they got a real dog, though. Harrison Ford, you know, he was in the Star Wars movie today that I saw. He was. Briefly. He was. I loved it. Let's get into it. Oh. Let's talk Star Wars. I'm done with February. Yeah. There wasn't that much... To talk about, yeah, that it. wasn't the best segment. I wouldn't call it a segment. Uh, yeah, it was part of news technically. Okay, yeah. it wasn't the but best. But there was. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> not everything's gonna be a home run. Yeah, you're so not gonna make every putt. No, you're not. As much as I want to. Yep. And as much as I think I can. You're a damn good putter. Thank too. you. Yeah. But I'm not gonna make them all. Not all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finally saw the the newest Star Wars. Star of course, Wars you saw it what three nine. times? No, I've seen it once only. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, I saw it opening night. <clears throat> haven't seen it since. I'd like to, but I just haven't can I gone just back. can I just uh... you just came out of the theater. Just to be clear, so everyone understands where he's coming from right now, he came out of the theater five hours ago. Yeah. So I had never been to this theater, and yeah. we can throw a plug in or whatever, yeah. but it's an AMC theater Give him some credit. in the great city of Woodenville, yep. which I'm unfamiliar with Woodenville, right? Yep. But it was close to where you live here. We don't know how close, because we don't know where I live. 2.7 miles from here. I'm going to have to edit this pretty out. Pretty close. Edit this out now. I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. But <laughs> anyway, so they have a Dolby theater in the theater. That you know you heard you you've heard of, of Dolby sound or whatever, right. but state of the art and the seats vibrate when the film gets rocking and it's, gets going. I just and the feel the, it. Oh, and the reclining seats. You know, who came up with that? Finally, right? Oh. You get a bunch of lazy boys. In a theater instead of stupid chairs that are uncomfortable. It was a brave Duh. move. It was a brave move too because you're replacing those recliners and you're losing seats in every cinema you put them in. So you're, that's a risk when it first came out. Now it's proven that people want it. Yeah. But um, for, I love the yeah. movie though. It was so enjoyable was to good. be that comfortable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And where were you coming at the movie from? You hadn't seen episode eight. You told me no. You but you were just like, <laughs> I'm gonna go see him wrap up this saga. 
because you're familiar, obviously, yeah. with the original movies, and yeah. you like Star Wars. I, I was like a fresh, you know, I was like a child, sort of, yeah. meaning I didn't come in with any preconceived ideas or opinions or anything. Yep. And I granted the reviews, I think, weren't great or whatever, and I don't understand sure. why they weren't great, but well, whatever. Reasons. Yeah, and maybe you could explain the yeah. way it ended. I thought was fine. I mean, I don't know what yeah. folks want. We but... can do a non-spoiler section, and then I'll call out spoilers, and we can get into spoilers. Yeah, I thought it was a uh, very entertaining. Yeah, and I liked that. Really I like what it you want at the end of the day, especially from Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want it to make. I want it to please my imagination and be yeah. exciting and fun and cool and not. Yeah, you know, not end in a completely stupid way. Right. So. But from a but if we get into a little bit of spoilers, mm-hmm. so if you haven't seen it, this probably won't go up until February. So if you haven't seen it, and it's this, this particular what we're doing now, our episode, yeah, oh, okay. So if you haven't seen it by now, I don't, I can't help you. Yeah. Um, but what do you think of the very end when she says, when the person says Ray who, and she just says Ray Skywalker? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. I thought it was cheesy. I liked it. <laughs> it was a little cheesy. <laughs> yeah. I liked um, it. I liked it a lot. I thought her being a Palpatine was cool. Yeah, don't know what that meant, but <laughs> thought it was great. Yeah. Seriously. The I, action I, was incredible. Like, the scenes were... I don't... So what? what is the problem folks are having with this thing? Well, so people came How did they want it to end or whatever? I don't know. People are just... Nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Oh. It's a phrase people like uh, to say. Oh, okay. Uh, everyone's Everyone's saying it that phrase um and it's just picky people they're picky they're just yeah. super picky so the last movie was the most divisive star wars movie ever half the people loved it half the people hated it Ooh, and i haven't seen that yet you haven't so. seen it okay this one is proving to be almost as divisive oh, as wow. that yeah it, there's people that just hate how this all turned out they hate like some of the convenience but i just feel like that's what a story is like if it was boring and had a lame forgettable ending then that's not a story that we need to make a movie about well let's talk about this the first three movies that came out mm-hmm. mark hamill um harrison ford princess leia carrie fisher, carrie fisher. okay so you know you've got those actors that yep. you latch on to right yep. billy d williams blah blah and none of them had done anything exactly. except for harrison ford was in graffiti or something right so those are your so that's what you see right the next three they decide to go ahead and throw in uh, somebody accidentally Samuel L. Jackson. Somebody showed George Lucas CGI and this. Well, who we else? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson. Um, Natalie Portman. Who? Natalie Portman. That was her. If she first... isn't my favorite actress. She's in my top three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For various reasons. Anyways, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So, and Liam Neeson. And, yeah. So okay. So now you got that group of actors. Right. Now you've got these new group of actors. Name some of them. I mean, you've got Daisy Ridley. Yep, who I loved. I thought she was great. Oscar Isaac. Oscar's great actor. Amazing. He did a really small film that was amazing. What was it called? Anyway. Uh, oh, was, was it so X-Men good. Apocalypse? No, small film. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a oh, it was a tremendous film. Anyway. Um, and then yeah, so now you got those group of actors doing these yeah, those three movies. Ago. So really, Finn? Did you like Finn? Yeah, I love Finn. Yeah. So you have three sort of 
chapters of Star Wars, yeah. and depending on what actors you kind of identify with. Yeah. So maybe this last group, people aren't as well. I the don't thing, know. the weird thing is, I don't know. Episode seven, The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the first one with Daisy yeah. Ridley and all that. People loved it mostly. Yeah. Really good reviews mostly. Fresh. People new. were like, it's yeah. a little bit of a rehash of the of Episode four, but it's good. But then everyone got mad about eight because Ryan Johnson did some questionable things. Who's Ryan Johnson? He directed oh, eight. Oh, okay. Um, he also directed Knives Out. <clears throat> which I haven't seen, which I really want to see. It's incredible. See. It's really good. You should see it. Um, yeah. Anyways, Ryan Johnson decided to <laughs> kill off Luke Skywalker hmm. and invent some new Jedi superpowers that didn't exist before. Okay. And make Princess Leia fly through space. And like he made some weird okay. choices that got people mad. Okay. And this movie, J.J. Abrams took the reins back. Ryan Johnson was supposed to direct it, mm. but eight didn't do well, and they were mad, and so they got rid of him. Did Abrams direct any other? Star he Wars? directed Episode Seven. He did. So they brought oh, him okay. back. Oh, okay. And um, he basically this movie was a sequel to a movie that does not exist. Mm. Okay. It was. It was. It it ignored a lot of what Ryan Johnson did in eight because people didn't like a lot of those choices. Mm. And it tried to just make the fans happy, and you just can't. There was there's no version of a of an episode nine Star Wars movie that would have just made everybody happy. People like to complain, yeah. and yeah. Are we done? Is that it? Nine movies, we're done, right? Or is they going to um, come out with some new Star Wars? Allegedly, we're done with the Skywalker saga. Okay. So we will not be revisiting these characters ever okay. again. There you go. Allegedly, money. You know, yeah. they like money. Yeah. But there's a new trilogy on in the works for a totally different story within the star mm. wars universe interesting and then they're going to keep doing tv shows so no we're never done with star wars okay is the answer okay um what's that show on uh the mandalorian yeah do you what's watch that? it not yet very good you know what do you, you like westerns i do westerny vibes strong westerny vibes and disney plus yep i have that 4.99 a month yep felt it was worth it yeah Pam, don't worry. I'm using my allowance money for that. Um, <laughs> that we were, yeah. Apple Plus, uh, Apple There's TV so many Plus, to... which is great. The morning show, if you haven't seen it, off the charts. Great. Uh, the guy, one of the guys from that, got a nomination for he he deserved best it. Best actor. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Billy Crudup. Yeah, it, it's a great. Isn't it Crudup? Crudup. I've, I've heard. Crudup. Is it Crudup? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with Crudup, and you can yeah. have Joe. Are Hamilton. you sure it's not Crudup? Pretty sure it's Crudup. <laughs> Lots of ways you can watch movies now. Billy, but, come on the show and clarify yeah. for us. Um, but. but yeah, I thought yeah, I, I liked episode nine. I'm not picky. I like how it ended. Mm. I thought it was just a cool, fun movie. Okay. Yep. The, what? Wait, one more question. Yeah. When she kissed Kylo Ren. How do you feel about that moment? <clears throat> um, confused. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how we all felt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a hug would have been fine. Yeah, they were tuckered out from fighting. You know. Yeah. The emotions are high. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. But there's no preamble in no. any of the Star Wars films for a romantic relationship between With these the two. enemy. With right. the bad person, right? Well, yeah. he he turned around. And no, he did. Out. But but yeah, there's no yeah. It, there's no lead up to that moment ever. 
You don't it's think... not like a crazy long kiss or anything. No. But it's just, it seemed pointless and confusing. Confusing. Yeah. You know what's great about Star Wars is the lightsabers. Yeah. Have you noticed there's different color lightsabers? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, I actually have a lightsaber. You're kidding. No. You just happen to have one behind you? It's funny you should mention a lightsaber. And this is this is really good content for podcasts because that's an audio medium. So anyone listening won't be able to see what I'm doing right now. Right. But if you're watching this on YouTube, then you'll get a glimpse of, of uh, the lightsaber that I built at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. See, this is blown. So first of all, I didn't know you had one. You didn't know I had a lightsaber. No, and I wasn't paying attention well, to what was laying behind you. don't pay attention to my life, you. do you, Dad? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. No way. <laughs> what do you think of that? Is it just green? Yeah. That's the color I chose. That's so what I So there's different colors, right? Yeah. First of all, I didn't realize it'd be this heavy. It's a quality product. So when you go to Disneyland, you go to Galaxy's Edge... And if you want to, you can sign up and build your own lightsaber. And there's like a whole experience around it. Very, very fun. If you're a big, my, I'm, my a big first I'm a big Star Wars fan. So well, it's, it's, it's my really first experience holding one. Yeah. So is this similar to what they were using or no? I'm sure not at all. Theirs yeah. are a lot lighter. Theirs are probably lighter. Yeah. And, um, it's very... Had like special effects blades <clears throat> attached to them. When That's they were very using heavy. Them and like, but nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. But that's the blood that runs through the series. Oh, totally. Lightsabers. Get out the lightsabers. Get them out. <laughs> Everyone gets And then start fighting. <laughs> that's what Star Wars right? is. Right? Yep. I've seen a Star Wars before. So, can I just ask about podcasts? Yeah. 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 Do you hear all this fun noises of me bumping my mic? I'm not familiar with the <laughs> podcast world, uh, other than I know it exists tremendously and it's you sound very, like very popular. Donald Trump. It exists but tremendously. But talk to me about um, is it growing or is yeah, it, or have we capped out on it or what? what's the deal? With I think we will someday. Okay. I don't think we have, though. I listen to a lot of uh, music. Right. What's that? Well, it's, you know. <laughs> Lots of different instruments coming together to form a song. Okay. I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. But I understand that people are really listening to a lot of podcasts in yeah. their vehicle, to and from work, yeah. or even at work, in the background, whatever. Yep. I appreciate you inviting me to to do this medium. Kind of reminds me of my DJ days. Yeah. With the mic and everything. Yeah. I mean, I bet you if you could go back in time, you would have been very excited if you're... If your radio station yeah. had a long form hour and a half long conversation segment where you just talk to someone it about, about music or whatever. It would have been great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean it's it's super consumable and anyone can have a podcast about anything. And um yeah, you could have a golf podcast where you just talk about golf with yeah. one of your golf there are, buddies. There are a lot of those out there, I yeah. guess. Yeah. There's um True Crime <laughs> is one of the most popular ones. I'm not yeah. into it, but people yeah. love it. Yeah. But um Anyways, we have time for um, a couple a couple more topics, I think, because like I said, we've we've killed an hour and fifteen minutes. We gotta get to three hours. So I know you're joking about that. I'll give yeah. you nine more minutes. I'm I'm taking nineteen minutes. 
So give me one movie that, that you consider a guilty pleasure movie that maybe most people are like, that's not a good movie, but you're just like, I don't care. I love it. Wedding Crashers. That's a great movie. You know what? It's funny you had mentioned Wedding Crashers because you know who directed Wedding Crashers? Who? The same man that directed 1917. Sam Mendes. Nope, not no. nope, wrong movie. Oh. Uh, he directed Joker, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips directed Wedding Crashers. Hmm. That's a great movie. You know what is another guilty pleasure movie for me that I've what? seen like seven times? What? I don't know why. <laughs> um, Tom Cruise in The Firm. The Firm? You've seen The Firm? Yeah. When you said Tom Cruise, I didn't think we were going to The Firm. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what it is. If it comes on cable, if I see, I just, I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Nice. I have a lot. I think a lot of the stuff that I like, people are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Brian, you don't need to watch Adventures of Pluto Nash. No. (laughs) No. Um, Can I ask a question about physical media? Yeah. Because I know you have a, a large collection. That's, that's of... the last thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> it is. We were gonna. Perfect. We mentioned this before the podcast. Because yeah. I get into yeah, I've I've got my knees barking anyway. But the physical media, yeah, it's going away, isn't it? It is. It makes me sad. I know CDs. When's the last time you bought a CD? Right. Yeah. No, I don't. Couldn't even tell you. I mean, it, everything is streaming or tapping you on the shoulder via the cloud. Whatever. Yeah. I mean. Now, you can't, like, look at that Harry Potter box set of, what is that? This I mean, that's boy. all the movies? Yeah, this is... Look at that thing. So it's, uh, again, more I mean, visual content for the YouTube crowd. Uh, this is the Harry Potter box set, all eight films. Incredible. Um, and it comes with, like, a little photo book, which has some cool images from the movie. This one happens to be uh, the UK version. So you so can't Macy, buy this in the United States. Macy, our and they seven say year old, they she, don't say you're not going to care about this, but they don't say sorcerer's stone in this one. They say philosopher's stone in oh, this wow. one. Which to anyone that cares about mm. Harry Potter, that's an interesting fact to you. Mm. Not that interesting, no. probably of a fact. But but to be able to just point at your TV and watch anything you want to watch, you don't even need to point. You just use your voice. Well, you just yeah, it's <laughs> just and so the physical. Holding your hand media is yeah. going away. I'm gonna miss it. I'm clearly a collector. I'm clearly like yeah. have this mentality. And although albums, you know, records are coming back. That's true. I have. I, have I love vinyl. vinyl but... I have some vinyl that I enjoy. But those are steel books. Right Do you think there. Laserdisc are... will come back like vinyl did? I still have. By the way, if anyone out there wants a Laserdisc player, Pioneer, yep. that plays both sides of the Laserdiscs. You don't have to stop and flip it. No, which is a premium High-tech. Pioneer Elite. Laserdisc player, high tech, which is in mint condition. I've never, I've hardly even used it, and about fifty laser discs, which are also mint. Yep. How would they? Well, anyway, that's their problem. Once they get it, yeah. But I mean, I need to move them. <laughs> I'm never gonna, you know. You can't even hook it up if you want to. No, I. Well, it's just you know, S video. That right. was the big deal back yeah, then. That doesn't mean anything to half yeah. my listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Beta. <laughs> And VHS. Okay, tell me. So everyone knows what VHS is. Okay. What's beta? All right. <laughs> okay. Which was first? Okay, so this Why? is... All right, so let me... Okay, Coke and Pepsi, right? Yep. All right, both still exist. Okay. Right? I think Coke was first, then Pepsi. Yep. 
So in the early 80s, when videos first came out and you had video stores popping up all over the place. They decided a a rectangle about the same size volume-wise as a vinyl record was a better plan. Was it a better picture? Well, laser disc, you mean. Does it, did it go laser disc then VHS? No, 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 no. VHS was first. That was the first right. form. And then beta was... Wait a minute. So let me back so, up. Hold on. I, maybe back. I haven't thought about this ever yeah, in my yeah. life. It's real simple. You couldn't watch a movie at home in 1975? At all. Unless it was on TV. Zero chance of that. My God. Yeah. So picture this. You've got this machine that weighs a ton because right. the earlier ones did. Yeah. And you have what's called a VHS cassette. Right. That, you would remember those and yeah. you put them in, you hit play. Old enough to have used lots of those. Right. Picture quality is just abysmal. Abysmal. Well, Panasonic and JVC were the ones that came out with VHS first and thought that they were great or whatever. Well, Sony, which is a huge electronic company, right. Ma- Sony makes great televisions. Right. They came out with the same thing, but on a different format called Beta. And Beta was a smaller mm-hmm. uh, cassette. Right. It wasn't it was as big. It still a plastic it, box filled same. with film. Exactly. Right. But it was smaller. Right. And somehow, according to all their marketing, was better. Okay. So our video store... So when this is... or Keep going, I guess. Yeah, our oh. video store in Phoenix... Did you carry both? What's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Beverly Hills Cop. It's not only my favorite Eddie Thank Murphy you. movie, it's my favorite movie of all time. Thank you. So when that came out, we had to get the VHS copy and the beta copy. Oh, my God. Because there were people that had beta machines right. and people that had VHS machines. And this war, it was a war, right? Um, went on for about three years. The same thing would eventually happen with Blu-rays and HD DVDs. Right, same thing. Yeah. Well, VHS won the war. Clearly. Even though all the critics and video files right. said it was an inferior product, that Beta was better and should have won the war. So Sony lost the war of 1984. I'm going to say that just because it rhymes. Yeah. I don't know what the year was. 84. So they won the war 84, of 84. Yeah. And then they just held on to it for 20 years. Well. And they decided we're going to yeah. win the next war. Yeah. Because they're the ones behind Blu-ray. Well, yeah, and so television stations, right? the way they would show their commercials, they were using beta machines, not VHS machines. So Sony, all the monitors in yeah. production rooms yeah. were all Sony. And so they came out with beta. Anyway, laser discs came out after the fact, and then CDs, right? So CDs, compact discs. Yeah. I mean, as a music person and a disc jockey, and a former music director. I just love music. Can't sing a lick, can't play an instrument, but love listening to music. Yep. We used to get Quick Sidebar. Anytime, he would get a new Jackson Brown album. He would make me and my sister lay on the couches downstairs in the basement next to our giant 50,000-pound big-screen TV, and he would put on a record... Whatever new record it was, it was often Jackson Brown because he's your favorite. Mm. And he would make us listen to every single song and rate it. As a result of this... I did that? Oh, yeah. As a result of this, I now have a podcast where I talk about movies because I have to review things and I love talking about them. 
but the um at the time i think i was probably just like bored and over it looking back though pretty cool memory Hmm. yeah me and kelly talk about this we're like yeah that was pretty cool that we did that yeah well you know but anyways cds came out when cds came out of course i had to get every jackson brown album on cd did you were you buying vinyl and cd at the time of course i already had his vinyl stuff right but the minute cds came out they're re-releasing old stuff on cd of course right and and so here you got so think about this. Did you skip over cassette tapes with Jackson Brown? I never had any cassette tapes of Jackson Brown. Only vinyl. Only vinyl. Yeah. I Cassettes were so bad. How that, long was the window between where cassettes tried to take over and where CDs kicked them out? Was that 10 years? Yeah. I'd and say. So not that long at not all. Not that long. Before cassettes were eight tracks. Right. Which were brutal. Right. But, but anyway... Um, Albums were great because you could hold an album in your hand and the lyrics would be on the liner notes and and photos and you've got something, right? There's right. something there, kind of like what you just showed me with Harry Potter. You know, totally. something there. But um, CDs came out and they kept saying how great the music quality was. No scratches, no pops. Because albums, you hear all the flaws, right? Right. Especially if you've played a record a lot, it, it gets scratched and all. Right, right. So you've got this CD, and it just goes into this machine. This drawer comes yeah. out. What? <laughs> yeah. Drawer? Yeah, right? what, what kind of robot is this? <laughs> <laughs> you lay the disc in. Right. Hit the button. It goes back in. Automatically starts playing track one. Hey, you don't want to you you want to go from track one to track six, no problem. Simple. Bam. Whereas a record, how long did it take everyone to figure out what the triangles, like the different forms of fast forward and skip, and like fast forward is two triangles. Yeah, everyone picked that skip up really was two quick. Two triangles and a line. Yeah, no, it was very easy. <laughs> there wasn't to, an adjustment period. No, because now children are born with that knowledge. I know. It's like, like they no. just it's like breathing. They just know. Yeah, but a record. Once you put it on side one, say the record has 10 songs, you're listening right. to five songs. Now you have to get up, yep, flip it over. Pick up the needle. Pick it up. Flip the record. You know, and you'd have different types of turntables. But the point is, is that the CD, when that came out, you would have thought, I mean, it was amazing invention. And so many CDs were sold because of the convenience of it. Right. The quality was really good, although it was very compressed. Right. Kind of like MP3s, right, on our computer when Mm -hmm. Apple first came out. The quality wasn't very good. Now it's tremendous. There's also title music. Yeah. There's lossless audio. I mean, just flack files on Yeah, flack, just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And so we're listening to great music in our vehicles. But the podcasts, so podcasts are that popular i guess right just as popular as listening to music in your car now podcasts are yeah i mean i guess if i pulled my friends i would say more of them probably will listen to a podcast while they're driving than music if any of your friends (laughs) knows jackson brown yeah right yep so you know you'd say to someone if you could meet anyone in the world who would it be right Mm -hmm. and for me an actual human being i would say Jackson Brown. And right. I, I don't want his autograph. Right. And I don't even want a Just picture. Wanna, like, go get dinner with him. Nope. Don't even want to do that. All I want to do is shake his hand and tell him how important 
and impactful his music has been in my life. Yeah. And just tell him, thank you. That's all I want to do. Yep. I know that's going to take no more than two, three minutes. Yep. But if I could somehow get that opportunity, (laughs) my life, I could check that box. Check that box. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. I had a little version of that where Macklemore is one of my favorite artists. Okay. Doesn't have nearly the impact that Jackson Brown had on you. But um, love him. Been a fan for a long time. Seen him since way before he blew up. And um, I saw him in a Dick's Sporting Goods buying a baseball mitt. And I panicked. I just kept going. Right. And then as I left the You knew store, it was him. I knew it was him. Yeah. And I walked around and sort of gathered mm-hmm. myself. And then as I walked out, because I had decided I'm just going to tell him thank you. Similar. Yeah. And so I just go... Um, hey Macklemore, I just want to say thank you. And he was like, "Oh, no problem, man." And I just kept moving. I it was probably very awkward in my but mind. But you did it though. In my mind, it wasn't that awkward. In reality, I probably ran past him and yelled thank you at him, and like, it was probably <laughs> kind of weird. But but I but told he, I just want to tell him thank you. But he it, responded. What else do I say? I mean, I would love to sit down and right, talk to Macklemore. Right, right. He's a really cool guy. I talked to. Right. Uh, his his buddy and former uh, producer Ryan Lewis. Yeah. Um, I talked to him for a minute once, but um, yeah, I would love to sit down and talk with him. But if I just have a second like that, I just want to tell him thanks. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and Jackson Brown lives somewhere around Santa Barbara, and he lives off the grid or whatever. And I guess when yeah. he does concerts, you know, he's not all about the, you know, meeting a bunch of fans after the concert and signing. No, he's stuff. probably he's, tired. He's, yeah, he's tired. <laughs> he, he he might do a little of that. And he's, he's what on seventy his right now. Yeah, uh, seventy one. Seventy one. Yeah, he's ten yeah. years older than me. But so he'll be seventy two this year. Yeah, he still plays regularly, and his music's just tremendous. He still have some of the best hair in the world. Yeah, except it's a little different color. But yeah, he's still got good. Still hair. got that yeah. awesome seventies hair yeah. that he's always yeah. had. He's awesome. Yeah. I definitely I definitely inherited a love of Jackson Brown yeah. from you. Yeah, but anyways, thanks for coming on the podcast. Well, you're welcome. Do you think? think yeah, I think, thought I went. Think you'll come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'd love to, love to do this again. I'd, I'd love to get um, feedback from some folks. Yeah, you know, might just be extremely boring. It may. For, for a lot. <laughs> they might have hated they, it. They, matter of fact, they're still they not could listening. Be, they could be very excited. They could be right now sitting there thinking, made it to the end of that one. Thank Real, God. Made it through it. Yep. Um, and if you didn't enjoy it and you're still listening, I'd, thank you. Yeah. You, know, you didn't have for, to do that. Well, and um, one last thought that popped into my head, you know, we're talking yeah. about meeting people. Yeah. So I got on an airplane once. Yep. And I think I was flying from... I'm pretty sure it was from San Diego Those to Denver. Those people that thought they made it to the end, they're wrong. Yeah. So we're so, still going. So I'm on on the airplane. Yep. And uh, I got bumped up to first class just because I had miles. And so I got in first class. Yeah. So I get on the plane and I'm sitting in the aisle and to the, to the window next to me is Robin Williams. Yeah. My God. Yeah. And and it's right after That's he did. That's one of the most intimidatingly wonderful people you could ever yeah. run into. And it was right after Good Morning Vietnam. Oh, it's came such out. a good movie. So that came out and it might have been a month after that, right? Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's got a book and he's got it open and he's reading it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I sit down and I, of course, know that it's him, you know. And I, 
I said to myself, how long are you going to wait before you say something to him? Yeah. Right. And then once you do say something, what is it that you're going to say? Right. Because you don't want to. You're sitting next to him? Right next to him. In coach. In first class. In, oh, you were in yeah. first class. I said I got bumped up oh, you to got first bumped class. Up. I missed that part. Which didn't happen a lot, but right. once in a while. And so, you know, and it's not a long flight. Uh, San Diego to Denver is not, you know, it's a two hour flight. Or right. <clears throat> so he's reading this book. And so I don't say anything to him for a good five minutes for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? To most people. Like five minutes is a long time when you're sitting if, next yeah. to Robin Williams. If you know my dad, just, even if you're not Robin Williams, if you sit next to my dad and he doesn't say a word for five minutes, that's, he's a friendly guy. <laughs> so that's, that's saying something. So I finally get up the courage and I look at him and I said, you know, you're not going to be able to read that book during this flight. That's a weird first <laughs> sentence. That's and almost... he looks at me and he goes, oh, really? <laughs> and then I think I might have said, I didn't run, like you said, you think you might have ran past right. Macklemore. And yeah. I think I might have said something extremely stupid. Yeah. that, And even though that wasn't great, but I probably followed up with something even worse than that. Yeah. But for some reason, he thought I was funny because he laughed a little bit. Uh-huh. And then the next thing you know, we were talking, and it was great. And he was very kind yeah. and just humble. You talked to him just the whole flight? I'm going to say no, not the whole flight, but a good half the flight. Wow. Yeah. And just... Do you remember any specifics of that yeah. conversation? I asked him, what was it like when you realized that you were on the most popular television show in America, pretty much, Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. when you knew that you couldn't go anywhere without people saying something. Right. To you. Like, there had to be a moment, like, you know right. what I mean? What was that like? Where he's like, wow, Did you I, can't, hate the, I can't yeah. go to the yeah, grocery store anymore. Yeah, because, you know, anymore. you go from being a, a yeah. person who's just trying to be an actor. At first, he was a comedian, right. stand-up comedian. And he said that, it just sort of happened, but he said that he woke up one day and realized that he couldn't even just go to a grocery store, yeah. you know, just go buy some groceries. Right. And he said it was hard. He said it was just, he said it was like, how can this be that I can't just, you know, and I asked him if he used disguises and he said the only thing he ever used was a hat. Yeah. But he's saying never use sunglasses. It goes a or, long way, though. People doubt themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, they would think, oh, that is that? I don't... I think it is. Is it? And then they just are yeah. too afraid to ask. So, probably but, worked. The hat probably worked a lot for him. But to, That's a to, cool memory, though. To be able to um, get lucky like that and to be yeah. able to talk to him. And then, you know, to see what happened to him. And, and just... It was just so tragic and just... Yeah. You know... Um, but life, uh, it goes by, right? Like a blink or whatever. Yeah, and so we were, we were pretty lucky like, to have yeah. him to have him yeah. for as long as we did. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Another, I want another story out of you real quick. Um, I know we're, we've run over your nine minutes Yeah. that you thought were, was real. Yeah. You were in a movie. I absolutely, you were in a cult classic a little film called raising Arizona. Yeah. Tell us about that experience a little bit. Yeah, so I was working at a video store in Phoenix, Arizona, part-time. Yep. I was learning how to become a golf pro at a golf course and didn't make a lot of money and wanted to earn some extra money. 
So yeah. I worked in this video store. And one of our customers was a casting agent for the state of Arizona. And we got to know each other. And she just said, do you ever want to be in a movie? And I said, oh, I would love that. I'd love to be in yeah. a movie. Who wouldn't? Yeah, right? be fun. So, you know, a few months after that, she came in one day and she just said, hey, remember I asked you if you wanted to be in a movie? I said, yeah. And she said, well, I've got an opportunity for you. They're shooting a movie. And it's called Raising Arizona, and the directors are brothers called the Cohen Brothers. Yep. And I didn't know who they were. Right? This was their first big movie. Second wasn't movie. It? This is their second movie. Second movie. What was their first movie? It was called. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. It was a kind of a dark murder mystery. Uh, okay. What was the name of was it? Was it big or pretty low? Key? It was a. It was a small movie, but it turned out to be very well received by critics. And then Raising Arizona was their second film. Got it. 1986. Yeah. So I was 28 years old. And she said, I don't know what the part is, but you need to go down and audition. And right. that's all I can tell you. And I can tell you where to go, and what time to be there, yeah, and what to wear. <clears throat> so I got this little piece of paper and... Went down there with your afro and your mustache. Had a lot of hair. <laughs> and, and the mustache was not a, a good one. It was a weak, <laughs> weak one. But it was what it was. So they said to wear a gray suit. Okay. Which I didn't own a, a suit. Okay. A gray suit. So I, I wore a gray sport coat and some gray slacks that didn't match the sport coat. Okay. You tried. And I found a tie. and Yep. I think I had a couple of ties. Yeah. So I went down there and turns out that it was to play an adoption agency counselor and we had to line up, and all of us were just lined up. Yeah. And these producers just walked down the line and pointed at us and said, yep, no, yep. Well, I don't know what they were looking for, but I was a yes as far as just visually. Yep. So there was eight of us that they pulled out of, say, 15 or whatever. And then they brought in the makeup people. Yep. Right? And the first one, okay, do this. Second one, do this. The makeup people are telling you to yeah, do things? Yeah, they're, tell, they're telling what they need to do. Oh, yeah. Whether yeah. it's use a bunch of makeup, whatever, right. or do something with their hair, whatever. Right. And they get to me, and the makeup person, she looks at me, and she goes, don't touch him. And it goes the next <laughs> one. I'm thinking to myself, well, that's not very nice. Don't touch him. What's wrong with me? Well... They wanted someone to look ordinary. Right. Because you're an adoption agency counselor in an office. Right. And you know, and maybe the They couldn't, the make, they couldn't give you some sweet Hollywood hair and makeup. That wouldn't yeah, fit the role yeah, at they, all. Yeah, they didn't want to do that. You were a method actor and you didn't even know it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what was interesting is there was some you know, pretty handsome guys standing in the lineup and right. they, they toned them down. In other words, they said, put this or do this Mess or, his hair yeah, up. or do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So Holly Hunter and Nicholas Cage. Yep. I got to be in a scene with them. Yep. And uh, I made the final cut, which is kind of cool. So I'm on, on, on screen forever, but it was just a quick, but you can totally see me and everything. Yep. You yeah. can see him in the background. Yeah. It was a wonderful. And you're experience. wearing, aren't you wearing a similar outfit to what you showed I'm up? I'm wearing in? what I showed up. You're wearing in. what yeah. you showed up. Oh, in. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Your mismatched 
So they're, it's not a suit. No one really... It's a sport coat with slacks. But the slacks are similar color to the sport coat. Okay. But I'm walking by the... It's a quick... Yeah. It, yeah. No, you couldn't Blue tell. tie? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Weird that I remember that. I, I think so. I forever. A lot of hair. A lot of hair. Lot of, back then, we all had a lot of hair. Plenty of hair. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. 80s hair. Yep. yep. That's it. Pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm going to lean on your uh, radio disc jockey experience... And I'm going to ask you to take us out of here. Thank thank our listeners. Ask them to find us on social media. Whatever you want to do, I want you to wrap us up. Perfect. Well, this has been a pleasure. Brian, I can't thank you enough. Uh, make sure you check out our podcast, which will be available in February and any future podcasts. And thanks a lot for tuning in and, and, and listening. Appreciate all your help. Take care. <laughs>